When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Today, it's Ask Anything About Portugal Day, and we're going to do some property picks. Why don't we do this more often? Got some lovely properties to show you from the Expats Portugal property pages uh, this morning. And the doc, the doc should be joining us. It's that one of those Wednesdays where we're joined by Andy the Doc Thompson, who um, is uh, ever dutiful. He, he fits us in in his very busy schedule. And today it might be from a lay by in Lisbon, but he is not. Um, we're not facing a dereliction of his duty. He'll be with us talking about, um, well, whatever you got, trapped wind, ingrowing toenails, those sorts of things. Anything of a, of a medical variety, because an XGP from the UK, he can help you with that sort of thing. Um, and also his extensive knowledge of Portugal, and which grows day by day, um, as does mine, I hope, as does the community hive mind info that you have access to whenever you tune into the good morning portugal show here on expatsportugal.com with me carl munson how are you it's hump day it's midweek maybe we can breathe out maybe we're only just getting started it's going to be a busy day tomorrow as usual the morning show the webinar in the evening great webinar I'll tell you more about that in a little while and of course um, the expats portugal premium plan meeting at nine o'clock as well for those people who are really ready to make the move to Portugal. And we assist them uh, one-to-one and um, step-by-step uh, with a new plan that we've created. Thunderduck, good morning to you. Born dear from Lisbon. Overcast indeed, I see. Okay, uh, Jersey agrees with that. First in this morning was Jersey P. How's your tour going, uh, Mr. and Mrs. P? Hola, bon dia, alegria, Carl and Doc from Overcast, Lisboa. And um, yeah, the Doc will be along in, in just a moment, Jersey, I hope. Well, sometime soon. We might do the property. We've got to give him a chance to park up and uh, attend to Whatever business he's on in Lisbon, I think, this morning, it's going to be a very different morning for him. Usually in Leria, where it's fairly laid back and easy going, and he's going to be in the hubbub of the capital. So let's see what that brings to us a little bit later on. Good morning, everyone. Let's take it nice and easy this morning, eh? Because uh, I've got some property in Ponta de Lima to show you, and a, a homesteading property, because that's what it's all about on the webinar tomorrow night. So maybe we should be thinking more of, you know, taking it easy, tranquilo, karma and living the good life this morning. Let's get into that sort of mood, shall we? That's what I moved to Portugal for. And look what happened. Um, good morning, Portugal. Good morning, everyone from Elra Linda in Finland. Hello, Elra. How are you? And uh, Andrew's here. Bon dia. Good morning. And a, a slash 
on the screen there in the comments. What's that about, Andrea? Um, Joe Blixham is here. Good morning. Bon dia, y'all. Bon dia, y'all. That's a nice combo, isn't it? Of, um, of American drawl and Portuguese language there. Bon dia from MF as well. Fabulous. I love your, love your profile pic on YouTube there, MF. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. And to you, Francis Gersbach as well. Bon dia de Africa do Sul. South Africa this morning in the house. And in Sintra this morning too. Bon dia from Sintra's farming family. Yep, Drupa, how are you, my friend? And Paul Richards. Got those uh, lovely sunsets. We'll go out with those uh, at the end of the show today. Greetings from Harrogate, Carl, the Doc, Andy. Hope you are both fit and well. I am speaking for myself. It was a very interesting show on Spiritual Portugal last night, talking about ageing. We will, of course, return to the great work of Mr. Ian Turner. Do you remember those videos um, of his wife doing exercises on their patio? We're going to be doing more of those, and we're together, us of a certain age, probably the 50 pluses in the expat community, are invited to take part uh, in in taking good care of ourselves as as we age, but also to have a bit of fun with it. Okay, so Ian will be back with some of that in the in the coming weeks, uh, and it will be part of my side hustle um, that I was talking about on the Spiritual Portugal show last night. Uh, the aging guy sounds like Asian guy, right? That's half true for me, half Asian guy. But I'm very interested in all aspects of aging. I don't know what you have to say about this morning. Uh, you know, our demographic, I think it's fair to say tend to be 50 plus, not necessarily, but um, expats tend to be um, on the side of um, being well healed enough to become an expat. So thereby 50 plus, I would say, challenge me by all means in the comments. But uh, in the shower this morning, I'm thinking to myself, hmm, aging, you know, our our body definitely ages, doesn't it? I mean, you know, that's I think that's most of what the problem is, what people struggle with is the aging body. And with Ian Turner, we're going to do something about that, growing old disgracefully and extending the um, usefulness and fitness of our bodies. Um, spiritually, I don't think we, we I think sp- the definition for me sp- of spirit is that which is eternal. So your spirit or the spirit in you is ageless, timeless. That doesn't change. And then there's the mind, isn't there? If you use the mind, body, spirit model, um, and there are things we can do. You know, it's questionable, isn't it, as to whether the, the mind or not changes in old age. And of course, we we spoke about dementia and Alzheimer's last night, and the, and the tragedy that that brings um, to people's lives, um, their own life, and especially the people around them. Um, so we'll be talking more about that. And you know, I'll have a bit of meditation as well. So um, I guess we'll be touching on that at some point, <clears throat> maybe here within this community. Have I put you through a, med- a, a, a simple meditation here? Been doing meditation made simple as, as a kind of brand for, for many years now, as it turns out. But I don't think I've ever done that with you here. Maybe we should do that on a Feel Good Friday. Let's see. Um, okay, so we're both fit and well. Speaking from my side, we'll, we'll find out from the horse's mouth himself, Andy, the doc, uh, when he turns up. Weather, well, it's not raining. Uh, there you go. Uh, absolutely glowing endorsement for the weather in Yorkshire this morning. Not raining. Thank you, Paul. Anna. Bon dia from a Stockholm turning into autumn. I'm sure that's very charming, Anna. One week until touchdown, Algarve part one. Excellent. Just one week to go. Fantastic. Good for you. So as Stockholm turns autumnal, you'll be heading this way. Great news, Anna. And uh, have a great chipboard viaging. And uh, I'm missing a never-ending sunshine in the Algarve already. Don't start. You'll only get Paul going, Jersey P, with that. But, yeah, okay, overcast Lisbon making you miss the Algarve, right? And I, I'm, I take it you had a lovely time down there. Jeff Jackson is here. Bon d'alegria from Jeff and from Mark as well. Hello, Mark. Uh, you're you're like a sandwich for us. You're the bread at both ends of our day, tuning into our evening offerings as well as the morning here. Really appreciate that. 
Patricia Gorst, a bon dia. It's a bon year, bon dia from Scotland. Is the D not working on your keyboard? Oh, we've got a D in Scotland there. Um, good morning, Patricia. How are you? Ton is here as well as Andrea. Hi, all. Good morning, bon dia. Now, something's repeating on me. I might have to talk to the doc about this. But um, when you share an office studio, as I do with Mrs. M, you think, okay, I'll just have a sip of this water here. And I sip on it, and it's like seawater. For some reason, she is drinking water with salt in it at the moment. Actually, she's getting some good results. Um, she said, oh, showed me her body this morning and said, look, I'm losing weight. So I think it looks like this salt water thing is part of a, some sort of uh, – um, re body regime, but it's quite a shock when you think you're drinking pure water, as I have in this glass here. Let me just have some Portuguese water. Yum. Um, but not salt water, which I took a big mouthful of earlier on today. Clean your stuff away. Um, okay. Uh, Andrew Bryant is also here from Maguito. Uh, new one. Have we spoken about Maguito? I don't think so, Andrew. That's my first question of the day. Actually, where's the old, uh, where's the old debris for, um, the banner to go across the screen, the one that says, seriously, ask anything about Portugal, hashtag, there we, there we go. Um, so, yeah, my first question, Maguito, um, where is that? What's going on there, Andrew Bryant and uh, Gary Austin, paint-covered man in attendance. So you did get up at five. He was up late with us last night and still up at five this morning and painting. Um, he is unstoppable. Incredible. Uh, Joe, good morning to you, Garvo. Good morning from New York as well, from Joe Bella. Hello, Joe Bella in New York. How exciting. Uh, Patricia Gorscht. I mean, I'm saying that because because I just grew up watching, you know, TV with New York in it and um, thinking, yes, um, Hill Street Blues. Is it like that every day? Uh, good morning from New York from you, Joe. And uh, tell us more about yourself, if you don't mind. Fingers and eyes not working yet. <laughs> it was an oopsie. <laughs> Ooh, an oopsie. Um, MF just received my niff. Woohoo! Now we celebrate such things here on the Good Morning Portugal show. Smattering of applause there. Warm hand on your opening uh, for you, MF. Did you, are you hearing that um, applause in the background? Why don't you have one of these as well? A little for good news coming into the Good Morning Portugal studio. So whenever anyone receives their niff, they should definitely get one of those. That's a milestone achievement, uh, MF. Um, the right to pay tax in Portugal. Who, who knew that that would be such a thing to celebrate? Good citizen. Uh, morning, mate, from Matt Tucker. Hello, Matt. How are you? Good to have you here. Andrew Bryan, I'm looking for a recommendation of a good family. Oh, okay. So Maguito is over in the Sintra area. Good family doctor in Sintra. Druba, can you help with that? Um, entropy. Okay, this is, is, is that a single word answer to what is aging all about? Perhaps it is. Thank you, Thunderduck. Uh, bon dia. And you see that? Look. Bon, uh, I was going to say Bondier again. I get so used to say Bondier this time of day. Thunderduck there, uh, Bondier Thunderduck, um, is has a little little logo by his name there, which means he's a member. He's joined up and signed up, and the first one to do so. Who's next? I wonder. Uh, find out more about that by clicking the join button. Let's see what perks and benefits you get by clicking the join button on our YouTube channel if that's where you're watching. Jackie Polly, Bondi Alegria. How do I find last night's show? Please simply search for Spiritual Portugal. Someone else might help with that in the comments, actually. Spiritual Portugal. I was so surprised that there wasn't a YouTube channel of that name already, but that's what we're doing, me and Mrs. M. And uh, that's what you need to look for, Jackie Polly. And um, I think I put your picture onto the picture deck yesterday. And, um, or did I? I thought I had. I, I thought I had. It's gone missing, Jackie Polly. Um, let me see if I can find it in my downloads because you sent me a lovely pic of, of the sun in Torquay. 
didn't you, last night? This is it. I think I found it now. Let me see. You, you can tell me if, if this is right or not, or if I'm showing someone else's pick from somebody else. So Jackie, Polly and Torquay. And is that a sun? That's a sunset, isn't it? Um, over there in Devon in the UK. Thank you very much for that. So we don't just show sunrises and sunsets um, of Portugal. We show them where you are as well, where you're moving from or where you, or if you're a swallow moving back and forth, uh, your country of origin as well as Portugal. So a bit light on the old sunsets at the moment. Um, if you want to send a picture of a sunset, to, uh, sorry, a sun, we're a bit light on sunrises. We've got some great sunsets and it's a great way to finish the show, obviously, thoroughly appropriate. But sunrises were a bit light on. Jacqueline CDM, where are you? You're pretty good for a sunrise, aren't you? Okay. And uh, Jim McDonald, bon dia from Tavira. How's it going, Jim? on our fact-finding tour number three. Just waiting for our realtor to confirm we can see some available long-term rentals this afternoon. As I told a Facebook friend, this is our dress rehearsal for retirement. What fun. Um, good morning, people. I'm loving this cooler weather, says Lee. Um, yes, because he's a gardener, you know, professional gardener, head, head gardener on our Monday Q&A, Lee McGrady. And it's got to be easier for him, isn't it when, it, when it cools down a bit, when there's a bit of cloud in Lisbon. Good morning to you, Lee. Bon dia todos from gorgeous sunny Alcoff. All right, Frank. Frank! Good morning to you, mate. I enjoyed our little exchange this morning. He said, what is this ageing thing you're talking about? I said, when, when you don't recognise the person in the mirror, Frank. Uh, bon dia or Dumela from Botswana. Wow, hello, Pippa, in Botswana this morning. Dumela to you as well. Jim White, another sandwich. Uh, we, you get called a sandwich if you're here in the morning and in the evening. Um, as, as our bits of bread at both ends of the day are boom dear from Jim White there. Um, who I hope you don't mind me mentioning this. We're talking about aging and being an elder. Jim's an elder um, and, and making the journey uh, in quite an inspiring way, I have to say, Jim. I don't know if you want to, you might be fed up with me going on about it, but I don't know if you want to pop your age in the comments. Um, as, as you know, getting up to towards the top end of people, I think, age wise, moving to Portugal. And I think it's a thoroughly inspiring and wonderful thing to do. Thank you very much, Jim, for your contributions last night. Bondia Magoito is a cute village with a beautiful beach near Sintra. Moved here from Singapore a month ago. Andrew Bryant, yes, we've tracked your journey, haven't we, from Singapore to Magoito? So it sounds like you're loving it. How about a picture, Andrew? Uh, the number to send that to so we can all have a look at and enjoy Magoito, unless he wants to keep it to himself, of course, uh, which, you know, you can understand why people might want to do that, um, is 913-590-303. Uh, that'd be great. A little snap of um, Magoito would be absolutely wonderful. This is Ask Anything About Portugal Wednesday. We're still saying hello at quarter past nine uh, here on the Good Morning Portugal show before we get into ingrowing toenails and trapped wind with the dock and some properties that I want to show you. I'm going to do those next, I think, whilst we're waiting for the dock to join us. So a healthy, is that right? A healthy Wednesday um, well-being Wednesday from um, Matty there in Amsterdam. Good morning to you and to Andrew as well. Uh, Man Cave, uh, Man Cave Reloaded leader and host uh, Andy there. It is overcast. In It's a Losboa, um, a loss of sunshine there. Yes! Thanks, Carl. It's a pleasure. Thank you for sending it to me. Here they go. Ready for this, everybody? Lee! Frank! Andrew! Lee! Matty! <laughs> Yes, make yourselves at home, kids. The sounds of Portuguese. Bon dia. Not those sounds that I was just making, uh, but sounds of Portuguese YouTube channels here, everybody. Bon dia. Uh, I love to take pictures of sunrises, but they're too early. Yeah, I think your routine is to get out late in the day, isn't it, <laughs> Paul? Um, take a beautiful picture, the, the lovely pictures you've been sending us and we've been sharing, 
and then have a beer afterwards. If you did sunrises and you needed a beer afterwards, people would be talking about you, wouldn't they? Even more than they do already, Paul. Oh, cool. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, again, YouTube does not let me post a link, so I have to send it to your WhatsApp, Carl. Oh, okay. Um, I'll take a look there. And what is that of? Uh, the value of values. Oh, I see that. Thank you very much. So that's our... Um, do you know what? Mrs. M was up this morning. That's why she was drinking salt water. Um, she was up talking to uh, friend Rick in Bali this morning, uh, and they have a conversation, like a global conversation, trans-global conversation on, on, on something of a spiritual nature. And I'm going to put the link to that in the comments because that will take you to spiritual Portugal. Matty, you're a star. Thank you very much. Uh, Jim White, 77. No problem, Carly's saying. So he's 77 years of age and moving to Portugal. Awesome, I would say. Um, not in any kind of patronizing way. It's just, it, it's just amazing, isn't it? A lot of people are thinking, where are my slippers? Uh, when they get to 77, including the doc here. Uh, he sometimes wonders where his slippers are. Don't you, doc? Good morning to you. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I often wonder where my slippers are. <laughs> <laughs> are you at the age where you, where you wonder why you've entered a room yet, doc? Now, why did I come in here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all well, the time. <laughs> uh, great to see you. Where are you? What's going on? I mean, you could be anywhere, obviously, because you're in your motor. Uh, but where is it parked up? Uh, I'm parked up in a free parking space, um, very near the embassy in Lisbon, the British embassy, that would be. I can actually see it from here. Okay. <laughs> I, want, I wanted to stand when you said the British Embassy. God bless Her Majesty. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's a nice part of town, isn't it? You're not far from Belang. Um, I can't remember what the actual name of the place is. Is it Estrella? No, not Estrella, but a, a lovely part, a regal part, as you might expect. Of, yeah, of and there's a, there's a nice park around the corner, so I shall go over there and have a coffee uh, and a pastel donata. Of course. Um, when I log off. When in Rome. When in Rome. So we don't want to keep a man from his pastel donata. Talking of which, look look at this, um, Doc. Uh, this was sent in by another Andy, Andy via Austin, we know him as. And he 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 thought it might be nice to wind us up with a picture of his padaria pasteleria, uh, cold storage counter there. Look at that. That is a not small. an unusual site. Not an unusual site in Portugal, right? Indeed. A, a small selection, I can see there. That's right. I'm just thinking diabetes. But anyway, um, how are you, Doc? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, yeah. Except for waking up at half past four this morning and uh, after 20 minutes of lying there thinking, do I need to try and get back to sleep, um, deciding it wasn't worth it, so I got up. Ah, yes. Now, I, I, would, I would like your doctoral, doctorly input on this. When I get up at five o'clock once a week as i do to speak to some of our folks around the world on a bit of a q a zoom call um that, that we do at expats portugal um i'm i'm awake at quarter to three quarter, quarter past four thinking i don't want to miss the alarm that that's just a, that's just the mind is it you know be, being anxious and keeping you awake and i'm not keen on it at all no it's it's a bit bonkers i mean i'm an early riser anyway um Leona isn't, so I try and get up without disturbing her, but she's also a very light sleeper, so I uh, yeah. fail miserably most of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I had an alarm set today for quarter to seven on the slim chance that I might still be asleep. Um, of oh, course, that, that wasn't the case. 
Ah, okay, okay. So um, early riser. How many? How many hours? We, we were talking a little bit about aging before you arrived, not because you were arriving, but just you know that seems to be the subject of the moment. No, because I'm ancient. <laughs> Is that how you feel? Is that how you feel? <laughs> right, okay. No, no, it was, no, it was no slur or disrespect to you, but um, you know, fifty plus. I think it is the time when people start to think about. Um, oh, I'm getting older. It's probably it might not have occurred to them. You know, in your thirties, you maybe start to think about it a little bit. Forty, life beginning at forty, but also, yeah, I'm getting on a bit. Fifty, definitely fifty plus. Uh, you know, that idea that maybe you're at a halfway mark if you're lucky, or that there might be less, there, there might be fewer years to enjoy than the, the the great bulk of years already under your belt. Um, what? How many hours? While we're talking about sleep, what would you what do you think is a, a healthy amount of sleep, and also the best time to go to bed and get up? Um, my parents always used to say it was the number of hours you got before midnight that counted. Um, any truth? Well, if there is an, any, if there is any truth in that, then I've had about six hours sleep in my life. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, I, I, I think there may be a little bit of truth in it for some people, but, um, I've I've always been very comfortable going to bed late. Um, I haven't always been very comfortable getting up early, but I think that you you tend to get what you need if you've got good sleep hygiene. So if you, I mean, coffee doesn't affect me, but for those who are um, who are susceptible to the alerting effects of caffeine, then having lots of coffee before bed isn't a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but making sure that the room is dark and as quiet as possible, yeah. um, you know, uh, bearing in mind that you might be woken at two o'clock in the morning by the uh, garbage collectors um, yes. uh, oh. emptying the um, the recycling bins uh, just outside our apartment block. But um, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. No, I mean, I, when I wake up, I tend to get up. I, it's rare that I get back to sleep. Oh, I see. So this sleeping hygiene thing, that's not, a, I thought that was about changing your sheets regularly. Obviously, that's a good thing to do as well. But um yeah, because we spend a lot of time there. So having having a decent bed, having a comfy bed, having a quiet bed, having a darkened room, these are all very important things and, and often things that people don't bestow upon themselves because actually I suppose some people think like with rest generally, it's a blooming nuisance because we've got things to do and it's just a functional thing that you have to squeeze in somewhere during the day. But perhaps we should take it a little bit more seriously. I used to say that sleep was for retired people. Yes. Um, now I'm retired. Um I don't seem to get any more than uh, than I did, so uh, maybe I was wrong. 
<laughs> interesting, interesting. And and what? Why is it that as you get older, you need less sleep? I mean, that's a generalisation, but it seems to be the way that old folks, although actually quite a few old older folks like to go to bed a bit earlier, then they're not necessarily burning the midnight oil anymore. But why is it that the old folks, older folks, seem to need less sleep? I'm not sure, really. Um, hold on, I think uh, Leanne is trying to get back in the car. Um, one second. I think it would, um, it would be right to let her in, basically. Shall I do some yeah, hold on. I'll, 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 I'll show up property. All right. Um, so we got um, the doc on manoeuvres there, and um, <laughs> I thought it looked the, the view we've got. It looks like he's at a, a roadblock having his papers checked. I think he's just giving something something to Leona, uh, who he's taken to Lisbon this morning. Um, yeah, oh, it's, back, yeah, yeah um, it's just that the, the the chair had rolled backwards to to block her um, from getting back in the car because her appointment's not till ten. I think oh, she's I still having that. a problem. Just take me off for a minute, Carl. I'll come oh, back. All right. We, we will look at our first property now, okay? Um, this is Ask Anything About Portugal. The questions have been quite light this morning, I have to say. Um, Thunder Duck telling us that uh, he has six to seven hours a night and nap an hour most days. Respect is due to that schedule. I like that. Uh, bon dia, alegria. My biological age is 50. I used an online calculator. Uh, no, it, I could post the link. Yeah, do, Carla. Um, that's interesting because, like I said before, we, you know, we are multiple ages, aren't we? I don't think the spirit changes in us. I think the mind is, is, is uh, well, the mind is moldable anyway, isn't it? But certainly in age terms, I think you can influence the age of your mind and your brain um, if you think those two things are connected. They are in some way, but how? Um, and then we go into the realm of, of uh, the understanding of human consciousness there, but certainly the body. The body um, changes, doesn't it, throughout our lives, and it is the most obviously ageing thing about us. Dog, says Andy. Um, and uh, Elra, uh, Alcantara, Avenue uh, 24 de Julio, um, the 24th of July Avenue. Oh, that's where the embassies are. That's fantastic. Thank you for that, Elra. Uh, bon dia, Doc, from Jersey P. Maybe I'll give that to him directly when he's back. Yes, wishing everybody a healthy Wednesday. Thank you, Matty. And um, hello, Shirley. God is good to all of his children. That's good to know. Thank you very much indeed. A nice reminder and a good day to everyone um a good day everyone to all thank you very much for that uh, shirley and um i'm going to show you a first property now um doc will, will, will slip back in when he's ready and he might quite like the look of these i've got two uh, two ends of the spectrum really of um oh years back now hello doc yeah everything good all right, marvellous. Okay, I was just saying, so we're a bit of light on the ground with um, Ask Anything About Portugal questions uh, this morning. You've been to a wonderful place called Sterta. I want to ask you about that, talking of questions. Did you like it? I love it there. I did like it. I think it should be pronounced Sertar. Sertar. Because the accent is over the A, so yeah. the rule generally being that uh, the, uh, the, the, the accentuation is on the, uh, is on the accent. So I think and it's Satar. Satar, okay. And um, were you doing that? Were you wandering around? Um, here I am in Satar. It just sounds no, very popular. Um, and and uh, were you? You were there. You were there. I was mobbed. Mobbed. By <laughs> <laughs> <One of> my <laughs> fans. <laughs> yes, no. it's, delightful. it's delightful to be among you in Satar today. So what were you doing there? Um, so I was. We, Leona and I went to the. Um, rum and reggae and Jamaican food festival that you um, posted a meme about or an advert about. Um, 
it was um, interesting. It, it wasn't in Sitar. It was about, oh, I don't know, five, six miles outside at a very nice um, 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 AL, um, but rather grand AL, um, mm. with, with a swimming pool and some nice gardens and uh, a function room with a bar. I think, to be fair, um, one might say it's seen slightly better days, or maybe they were just suffering a bit from the pandemic, but the, the standard of um, cleaning wasn't um, up to what we normally expect. But um, apart from that, it was uh, it was great. Um, the The festival itself was um, very much an expat affair, but um, a lot of established expats who've been there from sort of six years plus and uh uh they, they they all lived in the in the in the general district um but the yeah it was fun the music was all right the food was okay um <laughs> the rum the rum punch was uh was um punchy um and we stayed the night afterwards but it, to be honest it, it finished early it wasn't the standard well for those of us who've um who've experienced the um, Handsworth culture. It yeah. wasn't up to the normal standard of, um, of rum and reggae and Jamaican food uh, events that I've been to, but it was, it was fun. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, run by a, a lovely woman and her, and her two, three kids did all the food and uh, yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. Great Sounds fun. Great. And we, we made some, some good contacts. So, so not exactly a blues party then, because because I, I, that's a very yeah. special culture in it. So, like you're 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 making your way into a perilous cellar, possibly in Handsworth, <laughs> down the steps, people both sides of the steps. You're handed a can of red stripe, possibly. The reggae is thumping inside there. The selector's doing his job, and you are having a hot, sweaty night in a very dangerous cellar there, at a blues party. Um, if yeah, anyone... it, wasn't, it wasn't quite like that. If it had been anything, <laughs> if it had threatened to be anything like that, we wouldn't have bothered to book a room. We, you know, we'd have been coming out right. at sort of six o'clock in the morning and ready for breakfast. But uh, yeah. See, it's no. funny, isn't it? Ravers think they invented that culture, don't they, watching the sun come up? But blues parties, a much longer history, I suspect, and the, and the ravers have borrowed a lot from that culture for sure. So something something to try if you ever get the chance there. Um, bon dia from Alyssa. Alyssa's here. Alyssa Bamol is here this morning. Um, a, a rare spotting. I so wonder if Alyssa's been to any um, any blues parties in Wolverhampton and or or Birmingham. I wonder, because she loves her Portuguese food, I wonder what sort of uh, West Indian cooking she might have come across in Birmingham or Wolverhampton. Uh, have, you, have you managed to make any hybrid dishes there, um, Elissa, of, of the West Indian slash Portuguese variety? Uh, going back to sleep then, I don't sleep for many hours. I find I have to move because of aches and pains, etc. Oh, my goodness, Gary. And try and form a more comfortable shape. So throwing shapes in his sleep. Usually once awake, I start thinking, oh, here we go. And that's it as far as sleep is concerned. We, we, I do go to bed. I drop off faster than a darted hippo. <laughs> that's, that's the image everyone can understand, isn't it? Fantastic. Um, okay. And is that, oh, look, yes, the man cavers are getting excited because Alyssa's here. Is that Alyssa 77 from the man cave? 
I think she was in there causing a bit of trouble um, last Friday and probably will do so again this week. Morning, morning all from David. Which David is that? Let us know, David. Where are you Where are you tuned in from this morning? So anything been on your mind medically? I mean, something that occurred to me when I was listening to the news, um, that you've had two vaccinations possibly, and the research is coming out to say that that should just about give you six months um, coverage and you might need a booster. Kerching, that's good for big pharma, isn't it? Was that built into the business model, Doc? Um, well, I I always thought it was on the cards. Um, it's unfortunate, but um, there we are. I mean, you know, life. Uh, some viruses we managed to um, to get um, uh, long lasting vaccines for, and others we do need boosters, of course. Um, we're we're used those of us who who have flu vaccinations to having annual flu boost, flu vaccines, yeah. um, and if anyone still remembers what happens with childhood vaccines, you need um, boosters for those. So uh, I I wasn't surprised, especially as as the vaccine was um, engineered so quickly. Um, I think it was a, a big ask on top of all the other asks to expect that the pharmaceutical companies had managed to find one that was going to last a length, any real length of time. But yes, you're right. I think um, it's a big ka-ching for big pharma. I've yes. always supported the um, nationalisation of pharmaceutical companies for that very reason. Yes, yep. uh, I, I don't understand why that doesn't happen. Um, it's as though there might be a relationship between government and big pharma. I don't know who no. started. Who starts these scurrilous rumours? I don't know. Okay, so um, Alyssa, yes, it is Alyssa for the man cave. So she's out at herself there. Good morning, uh, fellow troglodytes, says Kerry. Um, the young primates are here, everybody. But don't be concerned because so is Wolverine. who will keep them in order. It's my fault for these nicknames. Absolutely. The hero's journey that David on David is on, has a, he has christened himself Wolverine in that regard. We should all have a superhero alter ego persona for the hero's journey that we're all on in life, right? Uh, good morning, everyone. Sean in Atlantis here. Hey, Sean Patterson, how are you? Uh, apparently, Alyssa loves stirring the pot. So not so much to do with Portuguese or West Indian food, but just uh, in the man cave, winding everybody up for, by the sound of it. Um, question for the doc. I have a crick in my neck, I believe, from poor quality mattresses on my trouble. Ooh, princess in the pea. Any suggestions for neck and shoulder aches? I can say that to him because I know him. Um, I wouldn't say that to anybody. But yes, what should this little princess do about poor quality mattresses and for neck and shoulder aches, would you say? Um, get a get a good osteopath. <laughs> okay. Well, that's going off piste a little bit, Doc. Not really. I mean, okay. osteopathy is um, is well entrenched now in uh, in um, um, mainstream healthcare um, in in many countries, and um, they'll always err on the side of caution. Especially when dealing with uh, with a neck, but um, yeah. you know they're they're good. They're good at, at what they do. Absolutely, uh, osteopathy there possibly. And uh, Matty's saying healthy move Portugal. If I was in Portugal, treat you and help you pr to prevent that in the future. So he's going to be a great asset uh, when he gets here at some point. Uh, Thunder Duck profiting from a pandemic should uh, surely it is. Say it isn't so, Thunder Duck. Um, well, late... profiting profiting from any illness should be illegal. Yes, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. 
it's as old as time, isn't it? Because the old snake oil salesmen get it in the neck, don't they? And a lot of yeah. complimentary therapists get tired with that brush. But I mean, it pretty, you know, every aspect of medicine is prone to that, isn't it? Let's face it, because there are humans in there with their human nature. Uh, late but here, says um, Jeff Owen. Hello, Jeff. Good morning to you. Question. Um, I've avoided international travel so far this summer. Should I still avoid coming to Portugal? Um, I've got two jabs and good health. Uh, why would he? Why would he need to avoid coming to uh, Portugal? Do you think, Doc? Um, no reason any more than he would avoid going out of his front door. Okay, so there you go, Sean. And I mean, I, 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 I'm not saying this from a medical point of view. I'm just saying this from a, a fan of Portugal point of view. Get yourself over here with your tourist, with your tourist dollars. And what and you have to remember. What you have to remember is that this country is an exceptionally low density population. Mm. Um, so, you know, you're not going to be jammed into, um, uh, unless you want to travel in Lisbon or Porto, you're not going to be jammed into um, tightly packed um, public transport. You're not going to be... Um, rubbing shoulder to shoulder with crowds of people in the mouths, um, yeah. even on the high street, uh, you know, you, the, the chances of close contact with with a with a carrier is exceedingly low. Good point, Doc. And that is a wonderful thing about Portugal. It takes a bit of adjustment, doesn't it, to go to, on the motorways, in the shopping malls, about your daily business in a town or a village. There are so few people here. Two-thirds of the country is covered by forests still. Yeah, it's great. a country bigger than the UK with with a, a, a sixth of the population. Boom. That's that's why us two are sat here. <laughs> or part of the reason, isn't it? That is so good. To, that is such a brilliant thought, an observation and an insight to bring in here. And I hope that uh, puts your mind to rest there, Sean. A great place to come. We need you for all sorts of reasons. And I think you'll have a great time. What's more? Uh, what's the doc's opinion on wearing masks, whether you have to wear them or wear or wear because you feel safe and to protect others. Oh, so those, I guess those were the two positions, weren't they, that people were uh, proposing at the height of the mask wearing debate. Um, so what, what is your view on that? And it's coming to an end anyway, isn't it, in, in mid-September, I think? It's not going to be mandatory anymore? Yeah. Um, so masks make sense in crowded areas, um, but they do protect other people more than they protect the wearer. So they prevent the... Um, um, a rapid um, expulsion of viral particles into the um, immediate atmosphere. Um, so they tend to just fall a lot nearer you. Um, you will, if, if, the, if viruses are in any concentration in the surrounding air, then masks are not going to prevent you um, inhaling them. Um, so, it, it, or they're going to do a lot less to prevent you inhaling them um, than they do to prevent you passing them on to other people. So it's a social, sorry to say this again, it's a socialist, socialised uh, idea that um, if we all wear masks in crowded places, then we all protect each other. Um, but one person who doesn't wear a mask in a crowded place space is um, more likely to be harming others than he is himself or herself. 
There you go, Paul. And yeah, it, that's changing very soon, as I, as I mentioned yesterday, as, as we've gone from calamity. To, I can't remember what the state is, the state that we're in now. What state are we in now, Doc? Um, <laughs> Portugal. <laughs> we've, we, we have de-escalated back to a state of Portugal, which we thoroughly adore. Um, try not holding your hand up in the air or your arm up in the air for over three hours a night, Andrew. So there's some good practical advice. Is that with a bottle of beer in it, I think, possibly? <laughs> Have you seen Pfizer's bottom line? Um, I imagine if you're an investor, it makes for some good reading. Um, and it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because a lot of people's pensions uh, will be in there, won't they? The estate pensions, um, all sorts of uh, funding finance pots will be connected with this. Um, it's not just big pharma profiting from the pandemic, says Andrew. Yeah, if only we'd got into PPE, Rodney. They would have been rich this time yeah. next year. Yeah, um, so true, says Thunderduck, um, to Andy's comment there. Sean, get a thumbs up from Sean. So, Sean, we may have persuaded and influenced Sean to head this way. Uh, COVID-19 test kits in the US cost around $24 and here around €5 Euros for two tests. There's uh, a bit of capitalism for you. Crisis oh, yeah. capitalism. Crisis capitalism. <laughs> Interesting, says Jeff Owen. I think about your stats there, Doc. Do you still need to have a PCR test if going to Portugal if you have a double jab for COVID? I think you do, don't you, Doc? What's the, what's the latest? Maybe recent travellers can answer that for us. Oh, there's a question. Um, you don't need anything if you're double jabbed um, when you're coming to Portugal um, on this end, but you probably need it for getting on the um, plane at the other end um, because it, the, that's the um, that would be the carriers or the um, government you're leaving's decision. That's what the UK does. Right. Okay. So there you go. And others may be able to chip in with that here on Ask Anything About Portugal Wednesday with Andy the Doc Thompson parked up in a Lisboa lay-by and waiting to go for a pastel donata, which will... Will relieve him um, to do that in just a moment. Uh, kiosk, a beautiful kiosk cafe, probably over there. Uh, even aircraft have been empty due to COVID nineteen. I've enjoyed a, either that's a row or a row to myself. I, I, Andy might have been arguing with himself again. It's, it's really unnerving sitting next to that guy on a plane, isn't it? Who's having an argument with himself. You're thinking we're thousands of feet up in the air, and this man is having an episode, having a row with himself. However, he might be having a road to himself. And that's probably where you've got the sore neck. Just because you've got a road to yourself doesn't mean you've got to lie down in it, Andy, and have one of these aircraft um, armrests stuck in your neck for three hours. Maybe that's how it happened. Uh, why do all masks have a disclaimer on the box that says, does not prevent transmission of COVID-19? bit like condoms, I suppose, eh, Doc? Yeah. Um, there's they. Well, you see, the, the, the key word here is prevent. Yeah, it doesn't say does not reduce the transmission. Otherwise, no one would wear them, and it would be a lie anyway. So <laughs> none, they don't prevent. Just like condoms don't prevent pregnancy, they reduce the likelihood. There you go. There you go. I used a good analogy. I uh, sneezed into my mask. Top tip: carry a spare. Okay, very good. <laughs> Thank you for that. Such good advice this morning. Don't the masks act as a carrier for the virus? That must be true, right? And and these people, I have to include myself in this from time to time, who just pick up the old mask that's lying about in the car because there's nothing else. That's not best practice, is it? N95 mask, any better protection? Um, I suppose it is. Is that, the, is that the heavy breathing one? Is that like the Darth Vader of masks? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay, 
which is not the virus you're looking for. Uh, Thunderduck, because they don't do that, they would need to be sealed to your skin and all breathing would need to be through a filter to have a chance of preventing COVID infection. Yeah. And it's, it's a bit unnerving if you fully, if you fully gear up and glove up and go to the shopping centre. It just, it's just, just quite unnerving for children there, isn't it, to see you in your blue hazmat suit. Just do your best. Strike a happy compromise. Um, do you think that masks give us Brits an advantage on the dating scene? <laughs> yes! I'm sure the stats will be in soon, Pete. <laughs> to say that the chances of Brits have gone way up while mask wearing has been de rigueur due to them covering our generally poor dental hygiene. It, the answer, I'm sure, is a yes. And, mm. and, and do you want to back that up with a medical statistic, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> it's dentistry. Dentistry. It's different. Why is Portugal still on? Yes, Doc. Why is it still? It's as if you could answer that and change Mark, it. Ask Boris. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. <laughs> I looked this morning. Yes, a PCR is needed for air travel. There you go, Patricia. Uh, and if coming from the US, you need a test. Uh, the antigen test is easier than PCR, just slightly in the nose rather than straight to the brain. Don and I tested to travel by RV antigen was all we needed. So if you don't want the old uh, Q-tip up the schnoz as far as it will go, um, antigen rather than PCR, if that's acceptable, might be an alternative. The wonderful thing about Portugal is, we could have a series of these, couldn't we? Um, the wonderful thing about Portugal is the Portuguese are a wonderful thing. Their tops are made out of rubber. Their bottoms are made out of spring. They're bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. Lots of fun. But the wonderful thing about Portugal is their women have really nice bums. Gary, I walked I walked right into that, didn't I? Um, I and I'm, I don't know how I can distance myself from that I think, comment. I think that's a different bottom line to that of Pfizer. Yeah, and it's not very it's not very Disney that either, is it? That's, that's not a Disney ending to that, that little ditty there, Gary Austin. Not many filters can filter 100. percent Yeah, because that might leave quite a few people unconscious as well, isn't it? I, I think. I think. Well. Um, I think if we all had uh, the old World War Two gas masks, then that might have been uh, more more um, effective. <laughs> okay. Or not, as the case may be. Have you seen how the rubber on those perishes? Um, whenever <laughs> I've walked. Whenever I've gone to one of those parties, I see a lot of wear and tear on the rubber. Uh, take a COVID-19 test. Children up to the age of 11 are exempt. This can be RT-PCR test taken within 72 hours of departure or an antigen test taken within 48 hours of departure. So there you go. Debbie's put that in the comments there. I imagine that's a cut and paste from an official source. Thank you very much for that, Debbie. Uh, Matty, we'll try to get to Portugal by car without having to be vaccinated or being tested. True, though. Okay, all right, Gary. He's pretty. He's been up early uh, this morning, and I think he's on one. U UK due 
for next travel announcement today or tomorrow, although indication is Portugal remain amber. Boo. So, Garvo, is Portuguese bum better than brum bum? <laughs> you, you, you only need a certain... I mean, this is probably a... You know, there's a medical analogy here. But a certain influences working together bring the tone down. Like, it's, it's just it's just a life, isn't it? And, and I'm yeah. sure that it's germ theory. Um, you know it's funny when you when you loll in a room by yourself. That's that's so true. And Mark, uh, thanks for the update there uh, from Andy. Right, <clears throat> I think we better let you go for your pastel donata, Doc. Unless there's anything you had on your mind that you wanted to share with us, because um, I'm going to do a bit of property, um, which I don't think you're in the market for at the moment. Uh, you're going to do a bit of what? A bit of property. It, it, it's long overdue and, and long overlooked. We do have some property listings on the expatsportugal.com pages website. And we've got a homesteading special tomorrow, which is a little bit unusual for us. You know, we, we tend to do, you know, we did currency and we did motoring. But tomorrow it's a special. We've got Luke and Sarah, off-gridders, coming on tomorrow night at our webinar, along with mm -hmm. Phil and uh, Kimberly, who are going to be building a homestead in Portugal. So it's all about that tomorrow. Homesteading, rural. Does that ever appeal to you, the good life? Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, before my stroke, it's the sort of thing I would have loved to do. Um I've had dreams of being able to do it anyway, but they're probably not going to come to uh, fruition. Um, we did. We have been looking at some properties. There's some beautiful properties um, on the way from Liria to uh, Sitar, you know, once you get past, well, and also around Tomar. But um, on that road up from Tomar over the top, um, it's just beautiful and some fantastic deals to be had. 60 70,000 for a, a, a good sized property that needs very little work, um, with you know, sort of um, five or six hundred square meters of land, just enough to uh, have some chickens and a few veg, and uh, oh, yes. probably a pool as well, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and it seems a shame that um, you know you're 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 deprived of that in a way. I mean, in, in an accessible, inclusive society, I'm sure there's there would be a solution for that, right? Well, I think I mean the answer is you know uh, I could spend time, um, and I, I you know after my stroke, I did a bit of um, uh, construction with. Um, with railway sleepers, but I wasn't doing any of the lifting myself. I was um, I was directing, and uh, I could you know I could build a few raised beds and uh, um, do some stuff like that. But um, you know, life tends to be a bit too short, um, especially when you're nearer sixty than fifty. So I'll probably give re them this. reassess your priorities. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I'm um, going back to your your excellent um, assertion about Serta. Instead of Celta. Yes, Doc, thank you for saving the Portuguese language. Isn't that a lovely thing? Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, oh, and before you go, my partner and I have become a midnight snack for small biting insects. Every morning for the past couple of weeks, we've woke up covered in bites. Uh, what's available in the pharmacy to stop the itching? How'd you get on with, uh, with these little biters, um, Doc? Uh, right. So in terms of treatment, um, you, there isn't much other than antihistamines, really. Um, but uh, what's that um, thing that you burn in order to stop? Citronella. 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 There are loads and loads of citronella um, uh, oil um, things that you can have in the room burners um all sorts uh, even things to rub on your skin 
before the bastards, sorry, before the bleeders um, <laughs> come, come to get you um, to stop them actually uh, um, devouring you. So, um, yes. but citronella is good. Uh, the, if, if that doesn't work, then there's something called DEET. Oh, um, yeah. And you need the jungle strength, which I think is, I can't remember what the, what the measurement is. It might be percent, 50% maybe, but it's the sort of thing that, I bought before going to India back in the early 80s um, to prevent um, becoming a, 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 a walking feast for um, mosquitoes, etc. Did you say jungle strength? Did it say yeah. that on the packet? <laughs> Sorry? It says that on the packet, jungle strength. I think it did, actually, yeah. <laughs> Certainly it was known as that among the... Uh, the gap year enthusiasts and the um, the adventurers on uh, the things like the rally expeditions and things. Okay, very good. Save it for Friday is Andy's um, advice to the uh, troglodytes here. Uh, and we agreed on the man cave that Portuguese are very attractive people generally, uh, says Gary. Um, try, trying to make his, his input a little more refined there. A random thought as our, com as our cat jumped on, on my lap. Love the shows with Andy and Doc. Do you think there would be interest in having a veterinarian on the show? I, I would say so, wouldn't you? Definitely. Is that what you are, Jeff? I wonder. Yeah. So that would be great. I, mean, I, I think with so, we, I mean, you know that Pooch and Pussy Day is very popular here on the Good Morning Portugal show. So there are a lot of pet owners here. And I think that would be a cracking idea. Um, you know, and whether you need to give, um, whatchamacallit, uh, what's that stuff, uh, a pest, you know, the, the, again, big pharma has has gone into the veterinary world as well, hasn't it? So yeah, what, uh, what, uh, they, it? I'm surprised. Uh, there's so there, there is a there is a very large um, market sector to do with um, pets generally in Portugal. Lots of um, yes. veterinary clinics yeah. um, around. You know, not quite as many as those aimed at humans, but. Um, Lots of veterinary clinics, uh, big aisles of pet food in the uh, in the supermarkets. Yeah, uh, pet care generally. So yeah, I'm sure there would be. And we still have white dog poo as well in Portugal. Re yeah. a reassuring mm. site, a reassuring site for people who who grew up in 70s UK. What I want to know is, Jeff, if you are a vet, and others I'm sure would would like to know the answer to this too, is why is it that in the in the 70s, 60s, and 70s, you had a dog? And I don't think any dogs got injected then unless it was for something really serious. Um, probably not. They ate bones, and that's why they had white poo, I, I suspect. They ate house scraps. They ate chocolate. They ate everything you weren't supposed to give them, and they lived to 15. Including your stash? Including your stash. He's very quiet today, isn't he? Fido has been quiet for three days, but he's got a little smile on his face. <laughs> that's, that's obviously happened to Doc. <laughs> So, our cat, our cat, um, uh, helped help themselves to uh, a small amount of resin once when we were a student. Happy we time. were a student. We were students, and uh, yeah, that was interesting. Were you in the young ones by any chance? That just sounds like um, a script line, doesn't it? It felt like it. <laughs> which one? Were you, which one were you, Doc? Neil. Of course, I was a hippie. <laughs> Why did I even ask that? Um, so, okay, that's the seventies. The dog that eats everything lives to fifteen. Never had an injection in his life. Now, fast forward to twenty twenty one. A dog seems to have an injection every month. Front line on its neck and in, on its rump. 
um, special food that costs more than human food and is in having surgery every other year for something or other because it's got a twisted spleen or something because you gave it a chocolate once and it lives to eight or something like that. What happened? And is, is there a... <laughs> Is there a medical parallel? I don't, I'm caricaturing it, but that, I think some people will see that. Um, whiskey, there you go. I think that's a mos another mosquito cure. It's not that you don't get bitten, it's just you don't care. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fenestil gel, I think it was called, for itching bites. That sounds like something you get at an STD clinic, though, doesn't it? Fenestil. It's one of those sorts of names. But, yes, maybe it's good for both. Uh, Kathleen, we use white vinegar stored in the fridge on a paper towel. Rub over itchy bites. And apparently a sliced potato, if you hold a sliced potato to your bite, it will take the itching away as well. And you get to eat the potato afterwards. It's an organic remedy. Uh, the vinegar is breaking up the itchiness, um, and it's all natural. Again, you could put, you save the vinegar as well and put it on the potato that you just used. Uh, thanks, Doc, from Sean. Yay! Reuse, recycle, repurpose. Gimblet gin and tonic to prevent biting. Purely medicinal. So she's on it. She's on it. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Are you all right for a little bit longer, Doc? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, only just gone into the embassy. I don't know how long she's likely to be, so... All right. Okay. So you're, you're you're happy talking here. We're just we're just keeping you from your your caffeine at uh, get electric zappers stop the itching. You used to, you're meant to use that on, on the pest, not yourself, I think, Pete. And aloe vera, pure stuff, not the low percentage sold in pharmacies are great. Uh, best off at a supermarket and Amazon rather than the pharmacies. So there you go. Um, Matty saying also eating raw garlic changes your blood, making it less attractive for those suckers of every yeah. kind. If ever you watch, what's it called? Buffy the Vampire Slayer, obviously. And I wonder, can mosquitoes see themselves in a mirror or not? I wonder. Uh, thanks for the tips, folks. Citronella spray also prevents bites. Traveling to Portugal, says Rachel, on Monday, must have a PCR test if fully vaccinated within 72 hours of travel or a private, not NHS test, within 48 hours of arrival from UK. Thank you for that update. Um, citronella candles are good, but probably not in the bedroom. Be careful. Um, Ikea usually sells cheap mosquito nets. Yes, and you can sleep just like Andy might like to do with a nice big mattress and a great big mosquito net over your bed. You can sleep like a queen. Um, Gary Austin, lavender essential oil. That's, that is good as well. That's been recommended by Head Gardener McGrady, of course. Uh, in your after sun cream. So there's Gary's regime at the end of his self-care regime as he slathers and and <laughs> as he moisturizes he's pop i can you can just see him can't you with a little knowing smile on his face as he puts a couple of drops of lavender oil into his moisturizer and he's there mm, i'm so worth it right now um good, good thing for mozzie bites is a very warm spoon held over the bite works well and even saliva Oh, hopefully your own, right? As the carbohydrate enzymes break down the itch. Pippa, thank you. Uh, in Botswana, you probably know a thing or two about uh, big biters. Uh, yes, 50% deed in your anti-mosquito spray, Matty says. We use 50% uh, deed in Curaçao. The Dutch Antilles, um, getting all colonial there. Meat is awesome stuff. Or deed, that probably is, isn't it? I remember it melting my plastic watch strap when I was in India. Must work <laughs> if it does that. It, it melts mosquitoes on contact. D is what he meant to say there. Uh, dryer sheets help as well with bug bites. What's that? Like not sweaty ones. I don't, I'm not sure if that means. Maybe they're attracted. I mean, they, 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 it's the female mosquito, isn't it, that is attracted to your carbon dioxide, possibly. Another, another, um, um, remedy or something that helps is a fan apparently because they're terrible aerodynamically 
So they, it's difficult for them to fly in the first place. Probably when they're full of blood, it's even more difficult. And so having your fan on at night is good. Doc, before you go, can you explain blood pressure? Come oh, on, Doc. God. Um, okay. <laughs> um, okay, very quickly. Um, so the blood pressure obviously arises as a result of the heart beating like a pump. Um, the um, elasticity of the arteries... Uh, contributes to um, how much pressure the heart has to produce at the at the heart in order to perfuse the organs at the end of the arteries. So the stiffer the arteries, the harder the um, heart has to work um, uh, at the heart in order to get a decent pressure at the other end. So um, when your arteries are furred up with um, cholesterol and uh, other um, bad things or, or a lack of um, essential fatty acids also contributes to this. So if your arteries are stiff, then uh, you end up having to uh, work harder. You have a higher blood pressure. Um, but that also means you have a higher blood pressure in the larger arteries further down. So when you, when you um, measure the blood pressure in the arm, it's higher when the heart's having to work harder than it is when the heart's not having to work harder. Um, the two numbers relate to um, the pressure at the peak of the impulse wave and the trough of the impulse wave. And the um, we used to think that the important one um, was the um, was the lower number because if you think of a triangle. Um, the average is closer to the bottom than the top and a, a wave is triangular shaped. Um, but we found out that was wrong. So both numbers are important. A healthy blood pressure is somewhere below 135 over 85. Um, your blood pressure is likely to be lower if you're very athletic, your resting blood pressure. Um, along with your resting pulse which is um uh uh related but but not not specifically um uh part of blood pressure doc retired but you ain't lost it that was that was excellent a, a, a very focused and uh, brilliant explanation of blood pressure any other questions then um any other questions Munson? move on uh, we're doing our ward PM round here. Me or uh, get me in the forum <laughs> Get me in the forum. That's a, a nice offer. Now, um, what I love hearing you say there, just in the same way that I love hearing pilots say, cabin to cross-check, I, I, 135 over 85. So it's, it's the stuff professionals say, isn't it, that means something to them. And I can just imagine you in a white coat doing your ward round. I know I don't know if you ever did this. But saying no, yeah. 135 over 85, give this man more Give this man more whiskey or something like that. <laughs> They loved you, Doc. They loved you on those ward rounds. Speaking of insects, how common are screens on windows or patio doors? They are available, aren't they? Uh, the posh of the house, I think, um, the more likely. Yeah. Have, have you invested in such things? No. I mean, we, we're, we're still in an apartment and we've got um, we've got these roll-down shutters. So if if it's getting bad, we just roll the shutters down, keep the gaps there so the... Um, so the ventilation can continue, and uh, and that does it. But we 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 haven't bothered most of the time. We got the windows open. Very, <clears> very, strenuous way, very strenuous way of killing mosquitoes is killing them with the, the shutter as it comes comes down. Um, 
not very effective. Yay, I got to mention again. Yeah, I get to mention holding a slice of raw potato on an insect bite for a few minutes. Kills the itch. No, Carl, I don't suggest then chucking the potato bits in the pot to eat. Why not? <laughs> every bit, every little helps. Not a vet here, but curious to learn about veterinary care in Portugal. As Doc says, it's a big, big industry. You, you, if you go to a village, Jeff, in Portugal, there will be a multi-banker machine and a pharmacy. And probably not far away from that, a veterinary centre. It's, it's quite yep. extraordinary. Despite the low and population. Two, two coffee shops for every 10 and, people. And two coffee shops, because that's the law. That's the law here. On the bite <laughs> to stop itching, string vinegar. String <laughs> vinegar. Double. So, so Goody, uh, Maxine said it twice. That must be strong vinegar, though, right? Vinegrave de Limpeja from Aldi. Uh, or little. Mm. Get yourself the trainers while you're in there. Update 800 euros on on eBay, apparently. No bids, but 800 euros or 800 what? Yes. See, you all laughed at me when I suggested getting them first time. And now who's laughing? I wouldn't like going to bed covered in super strength insecticide every night. That's true. Um, you got a point there. But pets get better care and treatment than humans, generally speaking, says Andy. Yeah, there's some truth in that, isn't there? Lavender, good for sunburn also, as is the old um, aloe vera. Uh, white poo came from the type of dog food manufactured back then. It's got to be bone as well, isn't it? I noticed when Jimmy um, has, a, has a bone, or should I get him a bone from the supermarket, you can get a shrink-wrapped bone. It does produce that effect. Doc, are you doing home visits? Is that why you're sat in your car? <laughs> Doug, hi, mate. No, uh, you might have missed it, but I'm in Lisbon uh, having driven down early to uh, take Leona to a um, consulate appointment. All right. And have you pimped your ride? Because it looks to me like you've got a snakeskin wheel cover, steering wheel cover there. No, no, no. no. This is uh, this is standard. Okay. <laughs> Top of the range. <laughs> Fully loaded. <laughs> spoon warmed in hot water on the bite it displaces the poison and stops the itchings thank you nick's diamond very good my dogs never have had white poo it oh you don't need to go to this much detail do we it turns dry and yellow if i've given them a lot of bones well thank you for that hopefully everyone's already had their breakfast rock road the rebel express were the only place to wear your underpants was on your head what <laughs> is it true is it they catch it up with you doc did you I have you? no idea what that relates to. <laughs> let's, that way. let's let's just go with that, shall we? It's called animal marketing. There you go. Yeah, uh, and because people are so attached to their animals, they will be pulled into this marketing, won't they? Uh, where can I find white vinegar? We've looked everywhere. That is Thunder Duck, uh, Aldi, Lidl, uh, and Continent. Certainly, I've bought it in all of those places. What I'll you look... can't find, though, Ooh, what you sorry. can't find. What you can't find, and Leon has been looking everywhere, is malt vinegar. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. The brown stuff, the sarsens, right? And then yeah. that lovely purple bottle with a white cap. Yes. So if anybody wants to make some crisis capitalist crisis capitalist money there, there's there's an opportunity among expats. Uh, our local vet here in the States is not pro-jab for our indoor cat. She'd skip the rabies shot if it wasn't required by law for indoor cats. Only. Yeah, thanks for that, Jeff. Um, the theobromide in dark continental chocolate can lower the heart rate and cause dogs to have a heart attack. Yeah, no, uh, forgive me. I was, I was you know, I get it. You, it's not ideal. Dogs aren't going to find chocolate naturally, are they? That's a good guide. To I go would on. not be giving dark continental chocolate to my pets. It's um straight in your mouth, right? And your absolutely. belly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, th- I would have thought so, Doc. In the supermarket. Okay, that's a, a flippant answer to where you find vinegar. Oh, you are awful, but I like it. <laughs> that's what I called him a princess, I think. Uh, no white vinegar, uh, continent, pingo, or ocean. It's a crisis. I think um, try try your more budget stores there. Uh, I jump into bed and slide out the other side. What well, he's covered with his moisturizer. T- That's because probably- Linda's Linda's not fast enough with the dart gun. <laughs> Get another one for Christmas. We'll have a whip round. What do you mean by white vinegar? It's same as wine vinegar. No, it's not. Is it? it this is there's white vinegar. There's wine vinegar. There's brown vinegar. Um, a whole spectrum of vinegars. We aren't having any mosquito problems here in Vimeiro, but the flies, OMG, Loy, yes, indeed. Get the old plastic bags with coins up on, on the trees. Not wine vinegar, distilled white vinegar. The, the vinegar debate continues. We got gallons of jugs of it in the States. Uh, you can get it, Thunder Duck. We'll, we'll help you if necessary. Re- regarding blood pressure, often it's due to having the aorta being pinched, reduced in diameter by the diaphragm, the diaphragm, as it is too short and unused. Stretching your diaphragm can help in that case. There you go. Um, and I think that's the same there. Um, do I sense that you need to go and get coffee and pastel now, Doc? Um, well, yeah, I think yeah, I think your um, your your uh, pastel sense is uh, is very attuned. They are tingling. They are absolutely tingling. I can feel it. Uh, they're bristling away in Lisboa. Thanks, Doc. You're a star. I echo that completely. So good to chat with you. And I, I really enjoyed the little anecdote about your cat from your student days. Was he all right in the end? Oh, yeah. Lived, lived, lived for a long time after that. <laughs> okay. All the best. Love to Leona. Ciao, ciao. Love to everybody. Ciao. Leona's waving. Ciao, ciao. There he goes. With his snakeskin steering wheel cover. Very stylish. He probably put it on specially for going to Lisbon. I'm going to the capital today. Only snakeskin for me. Right. Okay. Uh, he is a star, isn't he? And I'm going to do these properties. It's seven minutes past. Capricorn 12, you will be pleased. This could go to a 90-minute episode. I want to share some property with you. We don't do this enough, sharing the property, but we also need to make sure we've got all the comments covered. Do type 1 diabetics have to pay for insulin? Oh, we just missed the doc on that. Um, I don't think you do, but somebody else will be a better authority on that or bring it to the second or fourth month. Or as he said, find him in the forum, Anthony O'Dell. Um, that's the Doc Thompson, Andy the Doc Thompson. Haven't seen white vinegar in the local supermarket either or sage. We had to grow sage ourselves. Comes to something, doesn't it, when you have to grow it yourself, which you probably can't do with vinegar. Sounds like a load of old diastolics to me. Well, hey, <laughs> there's a lot of comments this morning. Douglas, is white vinegar made from grapes? Hmm. 
I would say not. I, th I think it's um, a, an industrially made thing, not from fruit. One day I hope to drink wine and compare symptoms with our Doc in residence. Lots of wine. Lots of wine. Um, Doc, Amazon groceries for all your vinegar needs. There you go. Uh, that's a way to do it. Um, Road, the Rebel Express, where the only place to wear your underpants was on your head. Rick Mayo, the okay, Andy. I can hear the Doc saying that, can't you? Um, but probably out of the window of a BMW rather than the Rebel Express. <laughs> malt vinegar at all the English supermarkets here in Algarve. Not sure up Lisbon way for malt vinegar. Thank you, Debbie Burton. Thomas is here. Hey, Thomas, thank you for your messages. I will get back to you. White vinegar should be about 80 to 90 cents. It is very good value and it is great for cleaning and for mold, as we know, in the cleaning section at any decent supermarket or DIY store. Now, that's the thing. You might be the people who can't find it might be looking in cookery, culinary, cogida, uh, rather than in cleaning. Um, so go to the cleaning part where the washing powder is and all that sort of stuff. And there's a lot of that, isn't there, in Portugal? My goodness, two aisles of all the conditioners and soaps and this, that, and the other. Ask GB Store in Cascais for malt vinegar. Thank you, Maxine, for that. Amazon, the, 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 the recommendations are coming in thick and fast. That's what it's all about here on Ask Anything About Portugal. Day, which is Wednesday, Golden Swan, white vinegar, five litre, four, pack of 414. Can't beat it! Come on, ladies, get your white wine vinegar. No, not your, your, your white vinegar. I'm only making things worse here, aren't I? We've got picture plants for flight mozzie control. Okay, picture plants. I've got a picture. Uh, we have some awesome automatic bug sprays. Kills everything in our rooms available at Intermoshi. So what happens? Is it like going into the vault at the Bellagio? When they cross the red laser line, it sprays them with DEET. Is that how that works? I wouldn't be surprised. Something you might find on the Middle Isle at Lidl. Um, you find vinegar with the cleaning products. Yeah, not in the cookery area. Excellent show. Thanks for the laughs. Pleasure. Uh, dried sage salvia found in most big supermarkets, says Maxine. Maybe again, looking in the wrong place. It should be It should be with the herbs, shouldn't it? Luke has an awesome video on how to reduce mosquitoes and wasps. We can ask him about that on the webinar tomorrow night, which really works, and with the added bonus of being able to release them at your chosen place. Where do you release wasps at your enemies, at the bottom of your enemy's garden, I, I'm guessing? Yes, in preparation for his birthday, saw it too. That's uh, the very marvellous Luke who's joining us on the webinar tomorrow night. I haven't looked in the cleaning section. Great idea. There you go. Yes, uh, it's in the cleaning section. It's for putting on things, not for putting in things. My dog is diabetic, says Debbie, and I have to test him several times a day. The strip for me cost 18 euros, but if I had a script... Two to three euros. The test machines they give away every time I go. Wow, that's quite a commitment, isn't it? For that pooch, don't didn't think to look in the cleaning section for white vinegar. Yes, you must. Peter, does that kill your lungs too? That's the old deep there from Wolverine's comment there. Um, the jungle strength. You've got to wonder what it's doing to your lungs, haven't you, as well? But uh, all a matter of balance and, and um, probability, isn't it, uh, with these things, with these risks that we take in life. Now, let's have a look. Talking about taking risks, would you want to risk uh, a lifestyle change with this investment opportunity that I'm about to show you? I'm going to show you two properties now, arguably at uh, different ends of the spectrum. A beautiful property in Ponta de Lima up in the north. And we're going to start with this one first because we're doing the rural homesteading special um, tomorrow night. Now, look at this. This is a, what do you what do you Americans call them? Not a doer up, a fixer upper. This is a fixer upper of the first order. But what do you expect? Now, don't be alarmed. That doesn't say 35 million there, which you could be forgiven for thinking at a quick glance. It says 35,000 euros. So you get you're getting a lot of bang for your buck, if not a completed building. This is something for this is for somebody who's willing to put in the work or have the work done, right? 
Let me just take off that distracting banner and take a breath and have a sip of water. Hold on just a moment. Okay, lifestyle change investment opportunity from our expatsportugal.com real estate listings, okay? And I'm going to tell you about this property, and then we're going to take a look at the pictures, okay? The property is um, a ruined house, which used to be two stories high. Oh, wow, look at that. It used to be two stories. It is partly demolished, ready to redevelop. The property stands on 15,000 square meters of land on the outskirts of a village called Meda de Murosh in Tabua near Arganil. Now, Arganil and Tabua are fabulous places, especially Arganil, and you're going to be near that wonderful river beach there, aren't you, Goish? Uh, the land did have planning permission, which has now elapsed. I, the owner, says, am reliably informed that planning permission is not required should you wish to copy the existing house ruin footprint. And that has elapsed, uh, and that uh, the elapsed planning permission could be reinstated. Okay, so you must check all of these, do your own due diligence when you're buying a property. You can't accept everything that's on the particulars. I'm, I don't doubt this person, but buyer beware with property in Portugal. Okay, do your own due diligence, get yourself an independent avogado lawyer and surveyor if necessary, and um, don't take any unnecessary risks because you could be regretting it at your leisure for a very long time, having parted with your 35,000 euros. The land benefits from mains electricity to the house, which would need reconnecting, and from two wells boreholes. Now, that's where I think the value is, your own water source, and it's already on the electricity grid should you want it. Meda de Murosh is a popular village near the pretty town of Arganil. It is beautiful there. Um, this area offers a wonderful escape from the hustle of everyday city life. This is perfect uh, and in line with the webinar we're doing tomorrow, Rural Homesteading Life. Priced at 35k, this property represents an excellent opportunity to build to your own specification a home which will not only be a project but has true potential as an investment. That's what they have to say about a ruin, isn't it? Obviously, viewing is essential to appreciate the potential, <laughs> the P word there, and is now possible with the easing of restrictions. So you've got a house there, four bedrooms or more, one bathroom, garden, off-street parking, terrace, mains water, and borehole. So let's have a look at these wonderful pictures now, shall we? Is that showing up nice and big on your screen? It is. And we'll go in a moment to Ponte de Lima for something at the other end, an absolute beauty. If this isn't for you, if homesteading is not for you, and you want to um, move into somewhere finished, we go to Ponte de Lima next. But let's just have a look at these photos here of this um Rather marvellous lifestyle change slash investment opportunity. Um, there are some imposing gates there. You might want to change those, but it's looking secure, looking very secure. Um, it's been strimmed recently, hasn't it? And that's what you have to do. You have to make sure your property isn't a fire risk. But you can see the history here of growing, can't you? A history which you might want to revive. Um, oh, is that a palm tree there? That looks like that's had the old date palm disease, possibly, which we sometimes get in Portugal. But plenty of plenty of bang for your buck, plenty of land, Plenty of homesteading potential. Um, there it is. Used to be two stories, now one. Uh, ready for a bit of doer-upper action there. Uh, in uh, Near Arganil, near Tabua, uh, central Portugal, 35,000. Uh, and that you can see on our expatsportugal.com real estate pages. Okay, let's go to the other one now, Ponte de Lima. Actually, I had, had, a, had a call in from Ponte de Lima. Uh, from Vitor. This is what he said. This is not what the property are about to look at, but this is another one. Uh, listen to this. Hey, Carl, my man. Um, I'm going to send you some pics and uh, stuff from um, a property here near Ponte de Lima, which uh, the owner wants to sell, but it's not on the market yet because we have some documentation remaining. However, I figured, hey, maybe you might have a buyer for it. So um, here goes. See that? He sent me a load of pictures of another property in Ponte de Lima. That's what's happening here. 
we're getting a little bit of a, a, a pre-bite of the cherry on some real estate here. People are, are keeping us in mind. So stay close to us if you want first dibs on some of these uh, amazing things that uh, are coming onto the market um, that we're getting a little nibble of first. Um, and that's of Vitor Costa, who you'd have seen um, on one of our earlier programs talking about the north of Portugal. What a lovely man he is. He's in real estate. He's absolutely passionate about the north of Portugal. I would point you in his direction if you're thinking of a property up there. And also to this one I'm just about to show you in Ponte de Lima. It's a T4. But to Andy says, Carl, this is a perfect example of entropy. <laughs> That's an aging property for sure, isn't it? It needs a little bit of um, needs a bit of TLC, doesn't it? Um, being there, done that, and quite and quit the habit 20 years ago, smoking one pack a day or a bag of tobacco in three days, rolling myself. What did I miss here? Um, does deep does sound like DDT or organophosphates? Probably does, uh, but not as quickly as I'm doing it myself. Mar <laughs> oh, Pete, uh, Marlborough Gold at five euros for 20 rather than 14. My goodness. Uh, keep your receipts from the vet. Discount on your taxes. Yes, there's an allowance, isn't there, for veterinary charges as there is for groceries and car maintenance and all that sort of stuff. Deet is sheep dip, apparently. Needs some e-paint. Uh, Needs some paint and then good to go. Yes, do her upper. Um, ah, just a bit of paint. Just a lick of paint and it'll be fine. So it will. Okay, let's go up to Ponta de Lima where the, the paint licking has been done already on your behalf. And uh, this is a beauty. So we've gone from one extreme to another here. We are now looking at a T4 in Ponta de Lima, if I put it on your screen there. And these photos are exceptional, I have to say. I think they have been touched or filtered in some way, not in a misleading way, but they are they are showing the property in an extraordinarily beautiful light, literally. A house in La Brugia, Ponte Lima, Viana de Castello district, detached house with four fronts located in the middle of the mountain in one of the most emblematic areas of Portugal, Ponte Lima. This house rises up in the mountains, poetic, romantic, and flooded with light, properly framed by the shades of green that stand out in the surrounding areas. This is somebody who knows how to write, right? The setting is rural, peaceful, and at the same time soothing for the harmony with which the imposing afforestation of the area is announced. Wow. Uh, main, I don't know what that means. Main features, a villa in good condition, consisting of three floors. It's grand, folks, with a gross construction area of 216 square metres, private gross area of 191 plus 70 square metres of land, large garden, swimming pool, open garage, and storage located near the oldest village in Portugal, Ponta de Lima. First floor, you've got uh, your entrance, living room, kitchen, two bedrooms on the first floor. That's, that's um, yeah, the bedrooms are split over two floors. So two bedrooms on the first, living room, dining room on the first floor, storage. Second floor, distribution hall, whatever that means. Two bedrooms, bathroom, closet. And on the ground floor, your hall, your bathroom, your wine house. How cool is that? And, your, and more storage there. People want their storage, don't they? Location in its surroundings, a river. Waterfalls, the sanctuary of Our Lady of Socorro, and a lot of forestation. Nine KMs from the highway, uh, that's the Porto Viana de Castela and Braga Highway. 10 KMs from the centre of Ponte de Lima. 35 from Viana de Castelo, 60 from Vigo, and 92 kilometres. I, I wonder what this was. Bear with me again just a moment. I need a bit more water. All right, that's better. Um, 92 kilometers from Francisco Sacanero Airport. I thought, which airport is that? That's Porto Airport. That's its official name. A bit like, um, I think, Lisbon Airport is Umberto Delgado. Um, Francisco Sacanero Airport is Porto. Okay, so you have, um, just to summarize then, good condition. 
216 square meters, 700 square meters in the land area. It's got a log burner, storage, garden, garage, off-street parking, swimming pool, balcony, terrace, mains water. It is a house with four bedrooms, and you, it sounds like there's room for conversion for more uh, in the storage areas you've got there. And two bathrooms. Let's have a look at these delightful pictures then, shall we? Um, there's your wonderful exterior. Um, these, yeah, these are very well well taken photographs. Isn't that beautiful? Can you imagine yourself having your, your own pastel donata and cafe of a morning out there on the terrace? Very nice. Look at that. Very nicely appointed inside. Look at that picture window. Woo! That's beautiful, isn't it? Lovely bedroom. Got to love your stonework in this property. Uh, tiled floors. There, that lovely view again out the window. You see what I mean? It looks like it's had a bit of filtration, doesn't it, on the photography here. But look at that. It's a lover's window seat, isn't it? Sit lovingly opposite each other. You've got that view and you can look into each other's eyes. Sat, sat on those, those special stone seats by the window there. Um, look at this. A walk-in fireplace. That's very special, isn't it? And a few cauldrons to choose from that you can knock up a feijoada on. And um, beautiful. These, have, these pictures do have an otherworldly quality to them. That is a step-in fireplace, isn't it? And a lovely kitchen table there. This has been beautifully dressed for the occasion of photography. That's a lovely room as well, isn't it? Your, your kind of day room out there. Sort of part, feels a bit like a conservatory. And there's the exterior again with those jauntily, casually placed urns on the lawn there. Um, Portuguese urns, not Grecian urns. Okay, um, beautiful. How much would you say that's worth? What, well, yeah, I guess you know what it's worth is what somebody will will pay for it. It's on the market for two hundred and seventy five thousand euros. That's not bad, is it? For a beautiful finished four bedroom delight of that kind, what great value there is in Portugal and up in the north. There uh, you're seeing there two hundred seventy five k for such a beautiful home. What are you saying, Capricorn Twelve? It's amazing that after a very stressful day, you can come home, put on YouTube, and look at so many wonderful, reasonable, affordable properties in Portugal. A chance. Change in lifestyle uh, really is needed. Carl, that was, yeah, that was the perfect um, example of entropy. And do the Portuguese eat feijoada? What? They invented it, surely, Sean. Um, or maybe you're, you've got that from a Brazilian angle, possibly, as the, you know, the sort of trajectory of that dish. Um, and you've got that as a Brazilian thing. But uh, I would say the Portuguese invented feijoada. As ever, always happy to be proved wrong here. Proper interior lighting setup like Terence was on about a few weeks ago. Absolutely right. Those pictures are beautiful, weren't they, Gary? Of that house in Ponte de Lima there. And yes, I do have um, the advanced um, picks on a property that's just being prepared for the market also in Ponte de Lima through Vitor Costa. If the North is your thing, give us a shout. Very happy to put you in touch with Vitor. He's a great bloke. Um, thoroughly passionate. That's what you want in a real estate agent, I think. Somebody who is a buyer's agent or acts like one is on your side, not on the seller's side when you're buying. And uh, somebody with the passion for the property, for, for Portugal, Vitor has all of that. And so do a few other people who we work with here at Expats Portugal. Have a great day. Just a couple of, um, what, a couple is not three, is it? I've got three picks to show you. Should we call it a few? Um, sunsets, courtesy of Mr. Richards, as we go to nearly 10.25 uh, here on the Good Morning Portugal show. Thanks to the doc. Thanks to you all for your excellent input and attendance. Look at this. Um, that's very special. There is a starry night sky, probably the Algarve. <laughs> you got to hand it to them uh, down there in the Algarve, haven't you? Look at that. Look at that stunning, stunning vista. And they are, those views are everywhere in the Algarve, aren't they? Here's another one. And there's a beauty. So he likes his sunsets uh, and then having a cold beer after composing such wonders as this. And finally, 
um, this beautiful. Look at that. Isn't that delightful? So secluded. There's that population density uh, that um, the doc was talking about. You know, you can go for miles around here in this country and not see another soul and enjoy beaches like that to yourself all along the Atlantic coast and down there tucked around the corner um, as, as you as you turn turn the corner at the bottom of the country and head towards the Med. It's seeing views like that, sunsets like that. Isn't that beautiful? Thank you so much, Mr. Richards, for for gracing us um, with these wonderful pictures. Do really appreciate it. Keep them coming. You and everybody else, thanks as always from Sean Patterson. Well, it's my pleasure. Um, where's the sick bucket? Who said that, David? Where's the sick bucket hearing that house? Was that a little bit too florid for your tastes? Um, um, the pictures spoke for themselves, didn't they? And uh, Kate, buyer beware. Caveat emptor. Most older houses here are damp and have no central heating. Somebody had to say it. It's not usually me. It's usually Mrs. M and Kate said it for you today. Have a great day, folks. We'll see you tomorrow morning. What's happening tomorrow? Paul's on tomorrow. Yes, Paul Richards, the man behind the photos, is joining me tomorrow morning talking about his journey to Portugal. He's a longtime Algarve fan, as you, you can see from the pics there. But he's also um, moving here, finally, properly, retiring here to Portugal. And he's going to be talking all about his journey tomorrow on moving to Portugal Good Morning Portugal show on a Thursday. That's what we do. The webinar, Homesteading and Rural, and uh, our get-together for the people on the Expats Portugal Premium Plus plan. See you at nine, folks. Cheers, Jeff. Bye for now, and uh, we'll see you all in the morning. Have a great day, and uh, we will see you soon. Where's that video that I play at the end? Um, there it is. Ciao, ciao. Bye for now. Bye for now.